Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. Your path to e-commerce success starts right here. You're listening to Practical E-Commerce, the podcast for e-commerce results. to another Practically Commerce podcast. My name is Brian Getting, and this is the supplemental podcast to our November 2006th issue. And in this podcast, we have a gentleman named Rolf von Sosen, who is the vice president of a company called Infopia. That is I-N-F-O-P-I-A. You can find them at infopia.com. And they're a company that provides an e-commerce platform uh, to help merchants manage multi-channel sales endeavors. So if you're selling more than just online or through, you know, a, a physical store or a mail order catalog, things like that. Rolf, Rolf talks about how you sort of begin thinking about selling in multiple channels and also what the various new sales opportunities that you'll come across can do to help your brand and also boost the bottom line, obviously, of your uh, e-commerce business or your, your sales business. Uh, he also outlines, Rolf does, uh, several pitfalls that people should be aware of when they first start to uh, you know, diversify into different sales channels and uh, expand their business a bit. So I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to Mitch Bettis, who is speaking once again with Rolf von Sosen of Infopia. Well, Rolf, we are grateful for your time today, and we look forward to a discussion on various multi-channel selling opportunities in today's marketplace. and hearing more from you, and as well as learning a little bit about Infopia. So we are grateful for your time today. Great. Thank you. I appreciate you having me and taking the time. Let's perhaps begin with some big picture items and set the stage that way. If if there are brick-and-mortar businesses who have only a brick-and-mortar business, or if there is a an online entrepreneur who is selling only online, what should they know about multi-channel selling opportunities? Why should they explore these various channels that there are in today's economic landscape? Right. Well, you know, the online selling environment is continuing to, to grow and uh, reach more and more uh, customers. So I think one of the first things that I always talk about with customers that are looking into growing their business or establishing their business is, do you know your customer? Who Who is your target customer? Who are your buyers that you're trying to reach and that you're having success with and that you're profitable with? And start analyzing, you know, where are those customers online? Where do they spend their time online? And I think that then really starts to lead into the conversation about where should then I sell my goods online? Is it in specific uh, marketplaces? Uh, are they more present in an eBay type of an environment, an Amazon type of environment? 
Did they search for um, the information uh, using Google? I mean, those are all the kind of things to evaluate in terms of how am I going to reach that target audience that I have. And it, again, emphasize it's important that you really start with the end in mind in terms of that target audience, that target customer that you have, because it's not a it's not a if you build it they will come type of an atmosphere anymore. I mean, those days are long gone. You know, it's not just throw up a website and your customers will appear. I think you really have to use your website and your online presence as a very targeted tool to those target customers. Then in, in evaluating uh, where the presence is, you know, the thing that the multi-channel environment offers to companies is an ability to reach customers that would have a very difficult time finding a specific website. So it allows companies to take a brand that does not necessarily have the recognition to start in an environment where there are buyers that are evaluating solutions, they're evaluating products and are ready to buy and can learn about you that way. So you can really take your business to where you know active buyers are and take advantage of all the promotion, all the activity that's being done to draw people into those marketplaces. Another thing that I would throw into sort of that, you know, before you do anything bucket of uh, identifying your target customer is identifying what, what's your vision for where you want to be. Do you want to be a business that sells uh, on an online marketplace like eBay and uses that to supplement uh, your business, uh, your brick-and-mortar business, for example? Or do you want to be somebody that has a vision of, I want to start out doing a little bit on these marketplaces, but in parallel build my own website and my brand online. And the vision really focuses more on my website and the business that I'm going to produce over the website. Or do you see the online extension of your business as something that is purely, I'm going to liquidate some inventory. So I don't really necessarily want to build my brand but I want to use uh, a different brand or I want to use uh, a different identity or you know, use, use a different channel or really target a different audience than my uh, standard business targets. And you know, I think then it starts becoming more clear about if you want to utilize uh, solutions that will help you drive purely transactions in an online uh, marketplace or whether you want something that will give you the opportunity to own a customer. And yeah, I think that's, that's, a, that's another very important decision that companies need to make is, are you getting into the online business because you also want to own that customer? You want to transform these online transactions into online relationships. And that is where then transforming your brand becomes extremely important, having a web presence, having a compelling website. So when your customers are asked, where did you buy that golf club? They don't say, I got it on eBay. They say, I got it from Dallas Golf. You know, and Dallas, maybe that maybe was Dallas Golf's listing on eBay, but you're, you're, identi you're identifying your brand, you're building your brand, uh, and not just becoming another listing agent on a marketplace. Are there the negatives about being a part of a public marketplace like an Amazon or an eBay or an Overstock? You mentioned branding, and there's an opportunity, if you're not careful, to lose that brand identity, assuming it's your goal to keep that brand identity. But are there, are there negatives one needs to be on the lookout for as they begin to evaluate 
just the market, the public marketplace opportunities? Well, I think something to be aware of is, like you said, the brand, the brand identity. And like yeah, every retail situation, you want to be careful. Are you cannibalizing other sales that you make? Are you cannibalizing margins that you can make in different marketplaces? And that, I think, is, is, is a critical piece to be aware of. And visibility becomes an essential part of that. Be very aware that when you go into a marketplace, how you know, how much are you selling these goods for? What price levels are you setting? And what kind of um, customer acquisition costs are you incurring? So, you know, I always uh, talk to customers about uh, getting solutions and getting visibility into uh, the online business that they're doing that will tell them, what are my customer acquisition costs here? What is the price level? How long am I listing things for? Uh, what's my inventory turnover? So I think, again, uh, approaching it with very definitive measurements in mind with saying, okay, this is how I'm going to evaluate. The same way that uh, you would move into a new building and evaluate whether you're profitable, whether this is a good business environment, I think you really have to approach your online business in every marketplace specifically that same way. If I'm moving into Amazon, you know, how how quickly are those things turning over? What kind of margin am I making there? How many repeat customers am I bringing in through that channel? Because that's another critical aspect is you can utilize your presence in these online marketplaces as a customer acquisition channel, as a way to create some relationships that you can own the customer with that in the future, rather than, look, rather than them looking for you on, uh, on the marketplace like eBay, they're they're coming to your um, your website. If I have only a single channel sales vehicle at the moment, be that my own website or a brick and mortar store, is is eBay or one of those public marketplaces a good first place to land to try to experiment with other channels? Is that a reasonably safe, <laughs> uh, easy to access environment or would you counsel in a different direction? And if I'm looking to add a channel, should I go to a shopping site or a particular shopping site or a particular? Is there a different approach? No, I think uh, that you know the uh, a really good first step usually is. And again, I I, I go back to the first uh, piece of advice is who's your customer, who's your target customer, and what are you selling, right? And just like we just talked about some of the differences of of, of what you would find on Amazon versus what you would find on eBay. That, that will define where, where you know, would be a good marketplace to start with. In terms of uh, risk that you're taking, uh, I think uh, you know, any of these major marketplaces are a great place to start, uh, a great place to gain some experience and start building your brand to get exposure to new customers. Because uh, it just gives you an opportunity to make your uh, products available to more buyers, buyers that potentially will then become loyal customers to you as, as a store brand if, uh, if they have a good experience in doing business with you. And the costs of going on these marketplaces uh, usually tend to be very minimal in terms of just getting some listings out there, and then the costs really are more related to if, if you sell something, there's a marginal cost. But it's not, you know, really these, these things don't require a big upfront investment just to sort of feel them out a little bit. 
I'm looking to diversify sales channels. As I begin to walk down that path, before I do that, are there particular types of software, types of technology that I should have deployed in order to ensure that those channels in terms of sales, fulfillment, accounting, um, operates efficiently? Is there some advice there you could provide that people need to be looking at certain tools if they're going to consider a multi-channel sales environment? I, I think the um, basic needs are very similar than uh, running um, any kind of a business where you know uh, you need to have uh, an accounting and an inventory kind of an ERP system in place, some sort of an accounting system, and um, an e-commerce system, so something that will allow you to do the the merchandising of your products and the and the order fulfillment of your product. So something that will allow you to manage the execution of the checkout process and the payment process and the shipping process. A CRM system is, I think, in my opinion, you know, invaluable in this uh, because, you know, really at the end of the day, if it, 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 it's it's such a great opportunity to capture customer and customer information and. I just see too many uh, merchants that I, that I speak with getting into this and really doing sort of a one-time pop to a, a prospect, and then they really don't capture the information that they could to do their repeat business. And then I think the last piece is to make sure that you are utilizing some type of analytics, and maybe it's an, an analytics that's specifically part of your e-commerce solution. Maybe it's uh, an analytics package that uh, you know you can utilize for your website. Uh, but you know the, the visibility becomes critical in there, so you can measure your success, you can measure your efficacy in the different marketplace to see what products should you be listing there, because you may have a whole portfolio of things that you sell in your store, and only you know, half of them make any sense to sell online based on the target customers that you have and the business that you have. So, you know, one of the things that is critical is if you start picking up the volume, you know, it's one thing if you're listing a couple of things here or there, but if you really start uh, doing volume over multiple marketplaces, what becomes critical is that you do have a system that allows you to act, act or list once and sell everywhere so that you're not doing individual listings to all the different marketplaces, you know, a solution that allows you to uh, merchandise your inventory once and release that to various different marketplaces, that you have the ability then to track the sales of that, those products over those different marketplaces so you don't oversell. For example, you get 10 red bicycles and you put them on these different marketplaces. Somebody comes on your website, buys five. Somebody comes on Amazon and buys five, that it automatically takes down the listings off of eBay for those red bicycles, for example. You know, there are some things to, to be careful with and, and, and watch out for in that, in that sense. We alluded to this perhaps a little bit earlier, and I've wondered as these new sales channels develop, be it a public marketplace, probably not so much on the shopping side, but namely a public marketplace where the checkout happens at a different location. Mm -hmm. Does a merchant run the risk of becoming beholden to a particular particular marketplace or an auction site if they depend on them as a primary sales channel? The so, rules uh, the rules in life of, you know, don't put your, all your eggs in one basket and diversify hold true uh, in, in online uh, uh, selling. 
as well as anywhere else. I think one of the critical aspects of that, though, is make sure you own your customer. And what I mean by that is make sure that you have the information about the customer, track what they've bought from you, how you can communicate with them, because at the end of the day, that's, you know, that's the, really the most valuable information that you're getting from these. If, if you don't have that information and somebody else is keeping that for you, then, you know, then they've, 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 got, they've, they've kind of got you. But as long as you have a way and a system of uh, establishing that relationship with a customer, owning that customer yourself, then I think you all, you'll always be in a position to preserve your independence. And if somebody says, you know what, we're going to triple our fees, and they say, okay, well, that, that's great, but, you know, I'm going to take my, my, my customer base that I have, my, and I'm going to go sell to them somewhere else. And uh, it also allows you to continuously bring more and more people to your own website, to your own brand, and uh, build uh, your own strengths that way. And that's going to wrap up this podcast. I want to say thank you once again to Rolf von Sosen uh, of Infopia. Check them out again at uh, infopia.com. That's I-N-F-O-P-I-A.com. And also to uh, Mitch Bettis for a great interview. And hopefully we'll see you guys back next time.